this weekend at one of the events was like 30 muscle ups for time, 25 burpee box overs, 15 squat snatches with the short bar at 145. I was first off the box. I got to the bar with over a minute and a half (laughs) and I still got beat in that workout like bad. (laughs) And it just comes down to the fact that like I'm hitting this 145 snatch that's 20 pounds over my body weight. And the girl in the lane beside me is hitting this 145 snatch that's 20 pounds below her body weight. So like at the end of the day, yeah, I did great on the muscle ups. I moved fast. But like if I get to that bar and I'm like, shit, it doesn't matter. So I have to get to the point where like I am hitting those larger numbers all the time. This is the Strategy of Fitness podcast. Our goal is to energize and entertain fitness enthusiasts by sharing insights from experts in the health and wellness community. From physical therapy perspectives to interviews with professional athletes, special operators, nutritionists, and coaches, we want to help you be your best self. Welcome to the Strategy of Fitness. Whoop in the strategy of fitness. It has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Check out the link in our Instagram bio. Get $30 off your first month subscription. Get the brand new 4.0 and start this year off right. Track your sleep, track your recovery, track your daily strain. There's no better tech to wear every single day and hold you accountable. Of course, this podcast is your weekly accountability buddy, but there's nothing better on the market than Whoop. Check it out. Welcome back to the Strategy Fitness Podcast. My name is Nick Cressy, joined weekly by Dan Gordon and Rob Rowland. What up, boys? Join a wild Thursday night here, getting ready for the uh, finals, the NBA finals tonight. Robbie, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty great. It's pretty wild over here, too, Dan. Just a wild, wild week. Wild week, man. Wild week. Only two things that were wild that happened to you this week, Rob. Did a podcast, and I've been watching Stranger Things. Is that is that wild enough? <laughs> oh, how, how are you liking season four? Oh, it's the best season yet. You like, oh, fuck yeah. I think it's the best one, too. Best villain. Like it's shot so well. I'm just such a big fan of the show. So well done. Truly epic. Things slowing down over there for school. Oh yeah. Done around like two o'clock today, you know, getting my lifts in, lifting for like 75 minutes, getting a full warm up in. It's been great. What's the summer schedule look like for you? I mean, are you a couple days a week? Are you still five days, but it's half days? What's it like? No, it's still five days. It's just lower volume. So you've finish a little bit earlier still teaching the same amounts of year-round programs so i don't get any time off from that but it's a nice reprieve from the, the spring which was jam-packed how nice is it working out in a gym that like i, I know there's big college gyms that have like a crispness to the air it's like the ac is blasting it's just it hits so good doesn't it it does and i, I like it it in spells, but I'll tell you, last week, my buddy was out of town. He's got, like, just a, a warehouse gym. He trains baseball players. So, I mean, these guys come in. They have a two-hour program. They they throw. They do plyos. They lift. So, I mean, they, they come in and grab their notebook. They do their thing. So, I would just lift while they're doing their throw program. And there's, like, nothing fancy, dude. And, like, I don't know. When I'm using, like, dirty equipment, I feel like I get more out of it. I don't know. I feel like I'm spoiled in a nice gym. So, I, I almost like the dirtier lifting, the home lifting. I feel like I'm getting more out of it. But it's always nice to have a nice setting once in a while. Yeah, I never spent a ton of time in a place like that. But every time I walked in, it just it just smells different. There's just everything about it. It's 
It's just, I guess it's just exact polar opposite to everything I'm used to. So that's why every time all the weights are stacked up yeah. and in order, you got clips just hanging there ready to go. It's just it's like, like a vent might hit you in the right spot and you're like, I'm like in the air conditioning and I don't, I'm not miserable right now. This is different. I'm not sweating profusely doing 135 pound snatches, just warming up at 100, 100% humidity. A flat floor. It's not graded to drain water out. You got real lighting instead of just your overhead garage door light. <laughs> so true. Dan, what'd you get into this week? Anything fun? Well, first of all, um, back on my thunder bro which is fucking awesome my pecs just feel tremendous right now my left tricep is still spasming from yesterday so that's good we i had that row interval that you said so that was a cool one i want to share with everyone so 1500 meters on the row and you're trying to keep like your 2k pace and then you take a minute rest 300 meters on the row it's fucking great good yeah what about you nick what's in the gym uh yeah a little this a little that i think i told you guys I'm, I'm a little bit more into the lifts right now today i did a fun one though it's three rounds every four minutes and inside the four minutes you had another three rounds of 10 deadlifts at 225 and 10 toes to bar so you know you're accumulating 30 and 30 in that four minute window you're resting whatever remains and you're doing that three times through a good pump what was the third movement uh deadlifts toes to bar and what else that's it. Okay. But you just alternate back and forth 10 and 10. Okay. A round of three. Three within the four minutes. Yeah. Oh, that didn't that, sound like nearly. Okay. So it's a 12 minute total workout. But man, you want to talk about a great core workout. I feel like you could get the same thing out of that if you did 135 or 185 or whatever. Like by the end of it, I was like, man, I was blasting this core pretty good. So that was fun. Uh, and then I sent you one, anyone with an Echo bike at home, I think it's a great workout. He's been doing these a couple times now. I think I did another one four weeks ago. I didn't share. But it's five rounds, three minutes and 15 second rounds, 25 cal on the Echo, and then a 200-meter run. So the goal is do your 25 cals on that Echo, get up, do not stop, just go. Out the door, 200-meter run, rest whatever remains. Great, simple cardio. So you got a bike or anything at home, I feel like you know, his whole thing is you're training your body that when you're tired from one thing, you can go to the next. That's fun. I got that in my plan for tomorrow. What's the goal for each round that I should be hitting? What did you hit? And then what should I be hitting each I round? I got faster each round. First round, I was kind of feeling it out. I had 50 seconds rest. Then I had 55 seconds rest. And then a minute, a minute one, and a minute five. I just tracked my rest. So you can do it backwards. But Okay. Yeah, it, it's really good. You'll like it. And, you know, you kind of got to go get it on, on that bike. Not really. Like, I kept it at probably about 70 RPMs. So let us know how you do. It Rock. seems like faster on the bike and then kind of not milking yeah. the run, but like hit hit your, you know, 55-second run, but you can get it on the bike. Exactly. I'll give Rock. that a try tomorrow. Uh, you've thrown a couple pretty fun complexes at us. Do you have any good ideas for this weekend that put you on the spot? These are tough for me because, like, when you have the snatch option, it gives you so many more complex options. I always try to give you stuff that I'm going to do, too. What if we do something a little bit higher rep, test some endurance, hit, like, a, something like a three-hand clean and three-front squat and try to try to push some weight this week? Cleans can be however you want them, power or hang. Three and three. Six total reps, I like it. I, I like those front squats on the back end. I don't know. They just make you dig. They do. And it's strategic too. And you got to have some grip to be able to hang on there because you better catch that third clean the right way. 
you got three miserable front squats coming. So that'll be fun. I've been enjoying those. They've been really challenging and they're a little bit more hang than I'm used to. But anyway, like I don't usually do a lot of hang powers. So that's been fun. Hopefully other people out of it. Hey, how was your home gym tournament this weekend, Dan? Any any shout outs from the gang? Anything good go down there? RDT? Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, RDT, Deuces Wild happened. I mean, it's just such a well-run competition. We didn't participate this year, but um, I couldn't believe, like, some of the names and, you know, kind of checked in with the leaderboard and some of the names and just the competition just everywhere, just climbing and climbing and climbing. Even some of the, the, the like, Sean and Dave Shapiro from our gym, shout out to those guys. They uh, they made the finals, but, I mean, they were, they're both fantastic crossfitters, very well-rounded, and I don't even think they podium. Like, the, the competition is just getting insane right now. So, uh, yeah, great competition. Didn't make it this year, but certainly be back soon. It's a hotbed of CrossFit right there in Jersey. There, there are the, a lot of studs around there. <laughs> some savages for sure. All right, speaking of savages, keep our guest, Haley Hunter. She was great. Yeah, so we uh, got Haley Hunter. She recently competed at the semifinals in the Atlas Games. She's a teacher and a professional CrossFitter and a super uh, fun and likable girl. So I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, guys, welcome to the Strategy of Fitness. This is Dan Gorin here. I have an awesome guest, uh, Miss Haley Hunter. Uh, how are you doing today, Haley? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Nick usually does our intro, so I'm really thrown off, and I feel like that was a very awkward intro. But um, thanks for being here on the Strategy of Fitness. And before we get into anything else, we have to ask, you know, and I'm sure you might be a little bit recuperating from the big weekend that you have, but what would you hit in the gym today, or is this a, a deload week or kind of a, a rest week? It's basically a do-whatever-you-want week, so... I end up always like going and doing classes and stuff, but technically I'm supposed to be doing like nothing. Now, when you say going and doing a class is, you know, usually you're hopping in a CrossFit class and kind of doing the workouts with the rest of everyone. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I coach there too. So it's nice for them to see me like take the classes and kind of drink the Kool-Aid as well. Yeah, absolutely. You got to lead from the front and, you know, make sure that you're invested. Absolutely too. That's awesome. So Haley, you know, you competed. One of the reasons we had you on, um, you're with Rashad's team, the mind over matter, which we, we love uh, Rashad and we had Jalen Franklin on. So he was, he was a great guest we had on recently, but you competed in the Atlas games. Uh, you made the semifinals. So first off a huge congrats, you know, there's such a small percentage of people in this world that are, are fit enough to compete in the semifinals. What was the Atlas games like? Uh, you know, obviously I kind of followed from afar. I knew we were having you on probably didn't end up how you wanted place wise but it was such a tremendous accomplishment to be there and, and tell us you know kind of what you learned from it and, and anything you want to share about that experience first off thank you it was not my best weekend by far I'm not one to make excuses like I just really didn't perform the way I know I'm capable of or the way I really should have it's one of those things that like that's why we do sport right the unfortunate thing about CrossFit is, is that you get one weekend out of every weekend to show what you've worked for all year long. So that's kind of unfortunate for me. The one weekend I didn't show up. <laughs> so that's kind of hard. And that's going to be a pill that I'll have to swallow and kind of learn from next year. I did the best of my abilities. But again, like anyone that's ever played a sport understands like momentum and getting things going. And I didn't get things going from the very beginning <laughs> and I couldn't really get a momentum swing. So it was just like one bad event after another. <laughs> I was going to say, it's almost like a basketball team and they just come out cold missing shots and, and they're not bad players. Obviously they're professionally the best in the world. He just kind of didn't get the right kind of flow going. It sounds like. Yeah. It's like I 
couldn't put my starting five in to save themselves. And, but I mean, that's part of it, right? You can shoot free throws all you want in the gym at home and make all of them and then go to a competition and brick all of them. People are just going to know you can't hit free throws, you know? So I just didn't perform, which is fine. Like I learned a lot from it. As far as the overall experience, I will speak to the fact, like I went to Granite Games last year and it was one of the most well-ran great competitions Atlas games, on the other hand, I didn't feel the same, like, oh, this is so well ran. I know exactly what the standards are. Like, my judge counted in French a couple times. We had mix-ups with what was allowed and what wasn't allowed per heats and things like that. And I did not see that at Granite Games. So I will say, like, they ran it well, but there was a lot of kinks coming from that perspective. Yeah, that's super frustrating. And sometimes you hear this, we are all huge boxing and, and UFC fans. And, and um, hearing interviews with a lot of those fighters, they'll say, hey, listen, I had a great training camp. And just that one night, I just didn't feel like kind of going out there, you know, and not saying you didn't feel like it, but some nights like if I, you know, I'm a physical therapist, some days if I go into work and it's just not my day, I could have a shit day. And by and large, I, you know, there, there's no real significant consequence. It just might not be as great a day as the other three work. But when you're a fighter, when you're a CrossFitter, when you're, you're in high level elite athletics, that one day or those two days, they, they really fuck you up, you know, and it, it really sucks. So that's a bummer. And, you know, like, I love the attitude though. Like I know I'm better. I know I have more to prove. I'm going to get back after it next year. So look forward to seeing you there doing it. And um, one of the other things I think was fascinating is uh, you're a teacher, right? So you train around your teaching schedule. Is that right? Yeah. I teach sixth grade math. I actually am a coach as well. Like I coach the sixth grade girls basketball team. So I train around all of that schedule. <laughs> do you sleep? Yeah. Like what do you, how do you do that? I get up usually about 445. I go to the gym for like my first session from about 530 to seven. I go to work and teach from seven to 330. Then we usually have practice 330 to 530. And then I go to the gym. Like I try to get there as soon as I'm done. So like 530 to about 7, 730, come home, eat dinner, go to bed, do it again. Hey, so give, give us a little background getting into competitive CrossFit. How did, how did you first get into fitness, the athletic background, kind of start from, from square one and bring us up to current day? I've always been like an athlete. So like I started sports when I was basically able to walk. I went to a small school, so I got to play every single sport that I wanted to all the way through high school. I was fortunate enough to go to a small college. So I played three sports in college and was able to have some success in them. And then once that was over, I was like, Oh God, what now? So I found another area to compete in, which just so happened to be CrossFit. What were your three sports in college? Tennis, cross country and softball. That's a pretty nice, varied background there. So let's, uh, hypothetically, if you were going to raise somebody to be like CrossFit Games champion, what sports would you pick for a background? Or would you have somebody specialize in CrossFit early or kind of take your road into it? Oh, I would for sure want them to be in it way earlier than I was. <laughs> um, just from watching like the girl that won the Atlas Games was 17. And she's been doing CrossFit since she was like a child. So I would say somebody that has a good, strong gymnastics background and probably like another like strength type sport. So whether you be like softball or basketball, some kind of more physical sport for girls. When did you get into weightlifting to parlay it with the sports? You know, I, I think I have a eight year old daughter who I get in the gym regularly, try to make it fun, try to keep it light. And I can already see it's paying dividends 
when did you start actually like throwing weights around? Well, I grew up on a farm, so I like to think I have always been strong as shit. <laughs> that, that, that's yeah. just something about farm people. <laughs> so I like to think that that's like what helped me. I didn't touch like a weight until I got to college. Okay. Wow. So you were a hell of an athlete to be able to play collegiate athlete, the athletics and, and not hit the gym. So maybe you're an outlier. This isn't a question. It's more open-ended. I, you know, I think about getting kids in the gym, especially girls, the sooner the better from my perspective. I mean, you probably see it. If you're a middle school teacher and coach, the quicker you can adapt to that and, you know, get that body control younger. I think that's one of the big things I see with, with gymnasts, especially is they get it so quick. And also like little boys in wrestling, they just get that center of gravity and just kind of lead with their hips. And I think that translates perfectly in, in the CrossFit world. I agree. So you said like, I'm a hell of an athlete. I wouldn't go that far. I just don't have a whole lot of quit in me. And I think that's been the biggest issue. Like, I don't know when to stop. So like when other girls would be like, Oh, I'm done. Like whatever. I'd be like, no, no, no. Like I need more reps. Like I need to keep doing this. Like I, I just have a very obsessive personality. I feel like, <laughs> so like, I literally would just be like, I'm not going to stop until I'm the best at this. Like, I'm not going to like, I wasn't always, I mean, I'm five, two and 125 pounds. So like athletically, like, I'm all right, but like my heart kind of got me to where I'm at, I guess. That's good. We, we like people like that because, you know, it, it wasn't given to you, right? You had to earn it. When you got into the CrossFit gym, what was the first hurdle? You know, there's like a, a, the bar muscle-ups, the ring muscle-ups. There's always something for someone. They're like, I just couldn't figure out a squat snatch. What was your thing? I literally walked in and could do muscle-ups, could do all of those things. <laughs> but I don't look at those as like probably like even to this day like squat snatching and things like are still awkward for me yeah the olympic but, lifts are probably one of the most challenging things i feel like if you pick them up late i remember i did my first snatch ever i was 26 years old and i like tried to get 135 pounds over my head and it was uh a to do so i feel like i mean you obviously started younger than that but uh Getting into those positions that you've never been in before with load is is challenging. Oh, yeah. No, I have terrible mobility, actually. So <laughs> that's been probably my biggest holdup is like watching. Oh, I will say pistols. Watching people do pistols is like beyond like I can. I do them in my toes because my ankle mobility is so bad because I was a catcher for my whole life. So pistols, I still can't do them well. You know, one of the things this podcast is we love to throw out the female strength standard. So in a few like sentences, like we like to think about like pull-ups or, you know, bench press or deadlift or squat. What do you look at as strong for a woman? If you can give us a couple basic strength standards. I mean, unfortunately where I'm at, we don't have like a lot of like athletic, athletic people like strong, but like, if I were looking at it, like as a base, like I'll think about like my high school girls that I like help right. with. Yeah. Let's um, talk about that. Yeah. I would think at least 10 pull-ups, like strict pull-ups, like chin over the bar, double overhand grip, 10, double body weight, back squat, triple body weight, deadlift, things like that. Like I would think would be pretty good standards. I don't think a lot of girls are in the gym enough to hit those standards, but that's what I would really want to see. Or even one and a half body weight, back squat, and then double body weight, deadlift, put it that way. Three's a lot. I like those better. That makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> yeah, triple uh, body weight deadlift's a hell of a pool. But I think that is roughly where we've come. You know, we're dumbasses. We just kind of 
hypothesize on these things. And I think that's about the numbers that we came up with, guys. Like it was it was one and a half percent back squat is kind of the staple, I feel like. If you can do that, pretty good. Double deadlift, you should be proud of yourself. Ten strict pull-ups the right way. I like that standard for male and females. You guys know me. Like I, I get really pissed when people can't do pull-ups. So I think that's a great one. What's a good five hundred meter row? Give me a good 500 to 2,000. I've never asked a female this. I tell my wife all the time to go faster. She's like, well, how fast is fast? I'm like, I don't know. You're not going hard. Enough. What's Mal's 500 to 2,000? I don't know, but I'm going to use Haley's answer to If you know me, you know I'm always on the run, up early and home late. So having a three-hour morning routine isn't really in the cards for me. What is in the cards is AG1. It's a fast way to get vitamins and minerals I need to perform. I first gave AG1 a try because it was, I wanted a single solution that helps support my entire body by filling in nutrient gaps and simplifying my morning routine. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've always felt strong and energized and ready to attack the day. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's one scoop, mixed in water, once a day, and every day. I know that AG1 is giving my body high-quality nutrition. Every batch of AG1 goes through a rigorous testing process so you know that it's safe. And AG1 ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrition density. AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. Here is your chance to start every day this season with a gift to yourself. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash provengrit. That's drinkag1.com slash provengrit. Check it out. <laughs> Are we talking like girls that I would compete with, or no? When you're competing against, that's too much. Okay, so I helped with the high school basketball team, and one of the girls had never rode before, nothing, but was like very athletic. And IU like recruited her to come row. Strong girl, played basketball, decided she's gonna row. She pulled like a one thirty eight five hundred, and then like a two k was like definitely sub seven. That's flying. I'm just going to throw a workout at you. 500 repeats with a minute rest in between. What are you going to try to maintain? Probably like a 146. Awesome. Perfect. Okay. That's great. That's fast. That's uh, not sustainable for most females or any that I know, but it's a good, that's a good number. I mean, it's, it's also not a 138. It's 138 insanity. I mean, she ended up going to school to row, but right. she like was able to just like walk into the gym and do that. And I was like, flabbergasted i was like oh my god okay <laughs> and that's like i'm a decent rower like i'm pretty dang good for my size at rowing but that's because i have a good pull like my deadlift is really good too like that's what i'm basing that off of yeah i was gonna say five two and pull 146 repeats that's really good because typically good rowers are a bit longer you know i mean i like machines so i would like to see a row come up in a workout where most smaller girls would not I want it to come up. Haley, so what's the focus for the rest of the year now? We know you're you're recovering a bit this week. What what are your focuses now? What are the lessons learned? What are you going to work on after this weekend? So I don't know if you watched any of it, <laughs> but I need to gain a lot of weight, actually. <laughs> I need to gain some weight and 
strength, which is always going to be my thing. I get the handicap. I'm strong for a small girl and I'm really sick of it. So I really need to start putting just like mass on in general and then just lots of weightlifting. Unfortunately, this weekend at one of the events was like 30 muscle ups for time, 25 burpee box overs, 15 squat snatches with the short bar at 145. I was first off the box. I got to the bar with over a minute and a half (laughs) and I still got beat in that workout like bad. (laughs) And it just comes down to the fact that like I'm hitting this 145 snatch that's 20 pounds over my body weight. And the girl in the lane beside me is hitting this 145 snatch that's 20 pounds below her body weight. So like at the end of the day, yeah, I did great on the muscle ups. I moved fast. But like if I get to that bar and I'm like, shit, it doesn't matter. So I have to get to the point where like I am hitting those larger numbers all the time. This could be an insane idea, but does CrossFit need weight classes? Like, should there be a male heavyweight, male lightweight, female heavyweight, female lightweight? I know that it all equals out because there's different movements and everything, but what are your thoughts on that? Should we go heavyweight, lightweight, or or keep it as is? I think keep it as it is because I love CrossFit the way it is, but I will say that it comes down to programming. People wouldn't be concerned about weight classes and all of these things if we weren't so concerned like over the programming. Like, is it strength bias programming? Is it gymnastics biased? Is it monostructurally bonus? Like, is there too many machines? Like we have to figure out like a consistent programming across in my opinion. So that way people don't come up with the idea for weight classes. There's no need because the programming is CrossFit and it evens out. Yeah. I think it's one of the challenges that that they try, especially when you get to the teens, if you've watched the last couple of years, it's so goddamn random. It's like they're they're running out of ideas. Like, oh, we're going to make them do a marathon row. We're going to make them jump over hay hay bales or whatever it is. There's always a method to the madness. I think they do a good job with that. But at the same time, it's like they hammer folks in the semis. They really want them to be strong and move fast. And I feel like it's just a natural progression because it's very inclusive in the open. And then the quarters is still kind of inclusive. I would still say probably cardio biased. And then they're like, well, we got to get rid of all these people who can just move fast. We got to get them strong. And then we got to get them strong and do weird shit in the game. So it's an interesting progression every year as I see them. It's almost predictable. So I think if you go hammer strength, for the next six months, it's going to pay off dividends. And for what I've heard, it's easier to maintain your engine as you're getting strong rather than vice versa, right? Definitely. But that's always been the thing with me. Like I'll get really strong and then I'll have to taper it back a little bit because I'm really concerned about the open. Yeah. If you can get to the point, and I think it's funny, like when you talk about like the best of the best, the Frasers, the Tiatumis, where like they are getting strong into the open, using the open and qualifying for the quarters as their engine primer. And then, you know, you're maintaining that strength and the windows aren't too long in between. Like if you can get to that point, you're going to be loving life probably. Yeah. But that's why they're the best in the world (laughs) is because they can get to that point. And for some of us, unfortunately, like I don't have all day to spend at the gym doing strength cycles. So I have to be smart about when I do it and how I do it. So for me, strength cycles would have to be very well-timed within the part of the year that I'm in as far as school and coaching. For a second, I want to get into your your plan for your weight gain. I think it's another topic we don't get into enough on our pod here. So are you working with a dietitian or have you laid out some goals for, for weight gain over the next year? I have not. Like, I haven't even talked to my coach yet. Like, we 
kind of debriefed on, I guess it was Monday. Cause we drove back through the middle of the night. <laughs> we debriefed on Monday, kind of got some of my feelings out. She's like, I want you to take a week. I don't want you to do like anything. Think about it, whatever. We'll come back to it. But I know that's one of the things like she was really unhappy with my nutrition leading up to Atlas. She's kind of always been unhappy with my nutrition. So that's probably something that I will more than likely have to do is get a coach for that just because I'm pretty terrible about that. Do you track macros or or calories or anything at all right now? Or you just, you eat when you're hungry? Yeah, I'm probably the worst person in the world to ask. I eat trash all the time (laughs) and it's probably a big issue. And then like I under eat a lot, unfortunately, just because it is difficult. Like I don't make eating like a job and you actually absolutely have to, if you are going to go forward in this sport, like everything that you do needs to be taken as seriously as it is your job. And I don't do that, unfortunately. Junk food corner. What's your, what's your favorite cheat meal? What's your favorite, like, just go to like, fuck it. We're, we're living tonight. meal. I really like pizza. So I would go to pizza probably. Now do you get, do you wash it down? Are we, are we doing sugary drinks? Are you washing the uh, the tacos down with a Baja blaster? We draw the line somewhere. We draw the line. I don't drink pop. Okay. Okay. With my whiskey. And then that's different. Now, if you're telling me you're drinking a two liter Baja blast with the tacos, we're going to have some serious problems. I'll be depressed. No, 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 no. Okay, all right. I got married two weeks ago, so, like, I tried oh, to, like, diet and get, like, really skinny for my wedding, which then, in turn, like, fucked up my training and did not help at all. So, yeah, it was not good. I hear your husband back there. Is he a CrossFitter, too? He is, yeah. He's making fun of me because <laughs> he knows. Yeah, I heard him giving you shit about the taco about It's good. It's good. <laughs> He probably yeah. he probably appreciates it. It allows him to get eat some Taco Bell. Fuck, I can't remember the last time I had Taco Bell. Yo, they have the new the new Taco Bells. It's like, am I walking into a space age? Like they're they're designed so well now. Like remember when I was growing <laughs> a kid, they had the shitty Spanish roof, and like you're like, what is this place now? Now it looks great. Haven't been in oh, one in a while. It's a great place, a great establishment. <laughs> Fantastic, they should yeah. really sponsor me, to be honest. Dude, honestly, Taco Bell, do it. It's literally the best thing you could have going for you. Somebody who's like fit that partakes in athletics. I mean, you're probably a one of one. Okay. It's not that unhealthy when comparing it to fast foods. I will say I get like chicken quesadillas and stuff. That's pretty healthy. I forget, what is that? A T9? Those things are fucking fire every single time. <laughs> what is the absolute, sauce? Absolute fire. I mean, <laughs> a Sunday morning after a night of, of too many beers. You send me a T9, I am A-OK. And like you said, you're not deep frying anything. So, you know, come on, come on, we're good. No, it's a win, definitely. What about your sleep? You get you get a decent amount of sleep? I mean, I'm assuming you, you monitor that a bit more than your diet, or are you shitty at that too? I'm shitty at that too. <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately, like no bullshit, no excuses, like, legitimately my coach is like i'm not even surprised at how you did she's like you you eat like shit you slept like shit and because it was my wedding i drank a shit ton this whole month she's like why are you even shocked that this is the outcome we're getting and i'm like you're right i got i need to get my life together if i'm gonna go like do elite fitness for what i would like to think is more serious professional athletes you should probably act like one so that said, I love how earlier you were being humble. You're like, oh, I'm not that good of an athlete, blah, blah, blah. Right? 
you clearly are doing really fucking well if you're making it this far and you're not even taking care of yourself. So bravo to you. Now let's just dial it in for a year and you're going to have a great next year. So at least you have the roadmap. You just got to decide if you want to take it. And I should have known that ahead of time. It's just one of those things that like I was not going to like not have these memories. Like it's not like I'm not going to drink at my bachelorette and my wedding and all of those things. Like that's just not going to happen. So I kind of said, bucket for that whole <laughs> leading up to it which looking back now i probably wouldn't change anything so yeah, next year <laughs> no regrets no regrets no regrets you got you got yeah, come on you get married once hopefully unless you get fucked that up and Take the good thing is is my husband's really old so he can't eat like shit <laughs> <laughs> he can't eat like shit for the rest of his life so we're gonna have to clean it up <laughs> what's the age gap 10 years nice yep so but no in all reality i will be much more prepared next year when it comes around i was lucky to even get to do a semi this year because of my wedding date i was worried that i would get one on my wedding date and i wouldn't be able to do it so it is what it is you did it next year we'll be looking at hey before we get you out of here let's do three quick hitters we ask all our guests first one is the most important i'm gonna ask it two ways what's your favorite non-alcoholic seltzer non-alcoholic seltzer yeah that's right do they make those are you fucking kidding me like a lacroix you don't drink lacroix or a, or a polar come on you don't drink just bubbly water like in the middle of the day no to make it feel like you're drinking a white claw but you're not really no, if I'm going to drink something that tastes like shit, it better have alcohol in it. Like, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Then what's your favorite alcoholic shelter or, uh, you know, high noon or whatever? I mean, Truly's. Truly. What flavor? I like the lemonade ones. Yeah, I do too. They're good. All right. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad you don't drink uh, non-alcoholic shelters. Good for you. <laughs> got one song we're throwing on our fitness playlist. Uh, what song are you throwing up for a one rep max? Are you? You got control of the uh, the auxiliary cord, as they used to say back in the day. Now it's the Bluetooth. What song are you throwing on? Fergalicious. Yeah. First strategy, fitness first. It's Max, though. It's a great beat. Dan, Dan kind of already ruined this one. We gave the strength center for pull-ups. Any other lifts in the gym that just like walk in, just totally impress you? Like last week, like a three hundred pound snatch balance was uh, was thrown out there as a strength center. Something you walk in the gym, just like makes your jaw drop. Any other lifts out there, like uh, youth hold to high standard. 400 pound jerk all right yeah you have a female number for us or is it 400 pounds no i'm talking about men i don't know any girls that can do that give me give me the female number for the jerk 250 i mean if they've got blocks there's girls hitting that all the time yeah it's a whole different story when you got blocks rather than doing it you know either jerking it or cleaning it up or even doing it from the rack different we need jerk blocks i tell my gym that all the time i'm like i need a jerk block and i'd be able to hit this (laughs) <laughs> seriously it's world of difference all right awesome thanks for joining us how can people find you on instagram i think my handle is Haley underscore underscore hunter there we go we'll post it do all that fun stuff but we appreciate the time and uh good luck to training this year yeah thank you thank you for having me thanks a lot Haley. thanks Haley. Hope you guys enjoyed that i always like talking to people with a theme here we don't just talk to crossfitters we talk to life functional crossfitters folks that actually have real careers and uh, don't just you know sit in the gym you kind of heard her mention that i thought it was great it's going to be fun to see if she really devotes herself this year to you know a diet and using the science to benefit her she's going to have a really good year so it'll be fun 
anything on the smoker recently? Anything on the grill? What's happening for Father's Day? Anything good? Mm, these are all good questions. I didn't. I did not come prepared tonight. It's it's been more of the same. A lot okay. of mass meal prep because I'm cooking for another adult that doesn't know how to cook for himself, as you guys know. So kind of limits the the creativity in my meals. Nothing nothing sexy on the smoker. Father's Day, like any anything that's focused on me, birthday stuff. I'm a big fan of breakfast and brunch. So it'll probably be something simple. Pick up some like egg sandwiches. That that's all I need. There's some good coffee and some eggs, and, and I'm I'm good to go. What about you? What do you got going on the smoker? Uh, nothing special. I got a Nick Cressy scam of the week this week. So at work, these carriers have been sending out uh, webinars. Uh, and if you join, you get swag. So I never go to them because they're always a bunch of stupid telco or IP shit. But New Yeti came in. That darn. So we got ourselves a cooler of the week. On this thing. <laughs> I didn't even go to the webinar. Um, I signed up for it. I dropped in, and then I dropped out. But the Yeti came today, so uh, that's the scam of the week. Start, start these forwarding these webinars to me, dude. Scam of the week segment's great. Can I can I do my dance scam of the week? Yeah, yeah. Go to Lidl, right? So I'll, you guys like my grocery shopping stories. So I go to Lidl <laughs> and. Uh, the girl at the register, homegirl, she takes six big things of chicken for, you know, the meal prep for the next two weeks. That's usually what I do. And she tried to do the move where you scan one and you time six it, mm-hmm. but it didn't take. So she didn't know what to do. Flustered, she throws them all down the line and says, it's $9.50. So, well, if you're going to charge me now, I'll fucking pay it. I mean, the 9 got the fuck out of there. Like, that's basically what happened. So I yeah. bought like $60 worth of chicken for $9.50. Scam of the week. That's a beautiful thing. And the best part is about this, this podcast brought to you by Ring Central and Lidl. This thing, I wasn't getting a tracking code. So I emailed the guy and I was like, hey, man, where's the where's the Getty? It's been like a couple of weeks. He's like, oh, it, it should be in the mail. It should be in the mail. So Saturday, I hit him up in the morning and I was like, I'm packing my own personal Yeti because this Yeti still isn't here. Really wish my Yeti would come. And the guy goes, oh, man, I'll, I'll make sure it gets there this week. And I'll send you a hundred dollar gift card to pack it full of anything you want. So not only did I get my Yeti today, but he also sent me a gift card for a hundred bucks. So this turned out to be one of the better, uh, you know, scams of the week, I guess. What is this webinar about that this guy's just giving out three hundred dollars? This is about their contact center software. I mean, it's all stuff I already. I'm so confused. <laughs> what, why they're doing this. And any good scam should cause confusion. It's just like the book we talked about last week, right? Like the, the Bernie Madoff shit. Like you don't know where it comes from. Don't ask. Just just enjoy your Yeti and shut the fuck up, Rob. I got a Yeti, buddy. I got us a Yeti anytime you guys want to, you know, should we, should we pack fat? You best believe that. So that's the scam of the week. Brought to you again by Ring Central and Leo. Dan, what's the, the stream of the week? Just because I, I was really sad about the Bruce Willis thing. I don't know if you guys have heard about him, but yeah. he's got, uh, yeah. So I watched the, both the diehards, both were accompanied by rewatchables. Fantastic. The first two diehards, I'm sorry. There's there's three and four, I think maybe a five, but watch the OGs. They were fantastic. Started Mad Men. Never saw Mad Men. It's been kind of like on the docket as far as like shows everyone told me to watch that I've never watched. Really fucking good so far. I'm only in season one, but a uh, pretty solid show. Not like super exciting, but just like that good slow burn, great character development. It's a period piece from the 1960s. Ton of smoking, ton of drinking at work. Totally different culture with a ton of just uh, bad behavior by a bunch of bad actors. Not bad actors, bad actors, but bad kind of people in the show. So a really good show. 
You ever watch that one, Rob? Never have. I, I really don't have an interest either for some reason. I don't know why. I don't have a good reason. I'm in between shows. I don't have anything coming up that I really want to dive into, although I may get into the, the Baltimore show. Oh, we Own the City was absolutely yeah, fantastic. Barry's the most fucked up show on television. It's no longer a comedy. This is completely changed. It's dark. It's the darkest fucking thing I've ever watched <laughs> in my entire life, bro. It is the craziest fucking show I've ever watched. It went from being this kind-hearted, funny, I'm a, I'm a killer, uh, but I make you laugh, to like, that shit's gone. So if anyone's out there on that roller coaster... I really enjoy the ride. Now, uh, now, uh, do you like it though? Still, or is I like you lost the essence of the show? So, it. so you're you're all in, even though it's time to change what what it is. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, they had no way out. I mean, the guy's a he's an assassin, right? Um, the story doesn't end well. Work himself out, but he gets himself in too deep. And now these last couple episodes, it's good because they're 28 minutes, so it's like we're in and out. We're in and out. You know, you can you can get it in. So definitely encourage anyone to watch those three seasons if you haven't yet. Really. Okay. So. You sign into the webinar and then you still have, you still email the guy that you haven't gotten your cooler in time and he expedites shipping to you with a hundred dollar gift card. Yeah. That's what it seems like happened. Yeah. Let me tell you about me and Rob's webinars for, for like continuing education PT. We pay the $300 to do it. Oh, interesting. And then we get a, maybe like a email based certificate, Rob, what would you say? Maybe if we're lucky. You get CEUs so you can pay to renew your license. Ah, that's it. Yeah, CEUs. Yeah. Well, I usually don't go to these webinars, and usually it's like you know they'll send you a bottle of wine or something, and it's like a lunch and learn or something. A lot of Grubhub gift cards to to go and learn from these carriers because they want us to be their salespeople, right? Like we're a channel for them to sell. The Ring Central guy hits us up, and he it jumped out at me. He was like, you know, Yeti and Bose speakers. So I still got to follow up about that Bose speaker. Uh, <laughs> Scam of the week next week. Let's go. It's, hey, uh, I'm about to work out. I'm putting my music on, and my music isn't quite loud enough. When is my Bose speaker going to be? I'm about to work out. Who can yeah. over? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, pretty happy about the whole thing, though. I think it's working out well. Did you uh, say I'm about to pack my own cooler? Did you really put that in a correspondence with this guy? As a matter of fact, let me read it. <laughs> As I pack some cold beverages in my own personal Yeti, I can't help but think there's another one out there with my name on it. <laughs> that was at uh, 1124, June 11th. <laughs> that guy's spending time with his family, just like being a good man. And he's getting an email from me, passive aggressive as shit. That wasn't passive aggressive. That was aggressive aggressive. Well, it's funny because he sent me the gift card over the email today after I thanked him for the cooler. And I was like, man, I was just busting your balls. Like, you didn't have to send me that. Like, I just assumed it was out there floating around and it was going to get here eventually. But it came through on his word. That's what we got. Hitters for the week, boys. <laughs> Anything. Thrift shopping? <laughs> what do we got? I have one. Harden by T.I. and Little Baby. Chip up. Dizzy Rascal and Florence the Machine. You got the dirty love. It's only a live version. I don't know where that came up from, but it's it's pretty good. Oh, another shout out to Zach this week. That's not a hitter from him, but he recently hit 189 on the scale up from like 230 at the beginning of the year. Dude's just been killing it. Send us, send us a shirtless picture. We might have to put it up on Instagram, even though he doesn't want us to, but just amazing progress over the year. Good work, Congrats, Zach. Good fucking work. You're a standard bearer. That's amazing shit, dude. That's a huge amount of weight loss. Good for you. What do you got, Dan? 
I've been listening to a lot of Young Blood songs. Like he was on that one song with uh, Travis Barker and MGK that we like. But our uh, memories from Young Blood and Willow, just kind of a good up tempo. It was like a two minute song, just super fun. All right, cool, good, good. Well, boys, we'll be back. I know we have some listener questions floating around, and we'll hit that next week. But great running it back, and talk to you again next week. Later. Later.